Welcome back to Your Real Source, the podcast about real estate. And today we've got a great show for you. We've got an interview with Willie Ray, a real estate broker from Grand Blank, Michigan. But before we do that, we want to talk about our pandemic curve graph. And we always put this on our website. So go to yourrealsource.info and you can look at what I'm talking about. But each week we look at the closed listings, the pending listings, and the new listings for that week. And the good news is out of the three pending listings are up, 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 well above last year's levels. And new listings are equal to new last year's levels. And closed listings have now also caught up to last year's levels. This is great news. And this combined with other stats that shows that inventory is low, prices are up, means it's a great time to list your house on the market right now. So let's move on to our next segment. And the magical sound of that harp reminds me of the magic of etiquette. Proper etiquette is magical. Please remember that we, every show we give you an etiquette tip within a minute. So let's start the courtesy clock. There it is. Okay, so today's uh, etiquette tip is please remember to turn off your phone, your ringers, all your alerts on all of your devices and give your client your full attention. You can always check your messages after you're done with your client. And that's our tip for today. In less than a minute. It sounds like we have some questions from our listeners. Jake, do we have some questions? Yes, we do. First question, how do I get access to the listings on the west side of the state? Well, now it's really simple. All you have to do is search in a county that's on the west side or a town or a city or a township, and it will automatically come up in Paragon for you because we are doing full data sharing with Mishrick, and Mishrick is the MLS that covers the west side of the state. So it's super, super simple. Just do your search, and it'll automatically pop up in, in your search results. Second question, if I can search by lake name in the MLS, why can't I search by the same criteria on Zillow or Realtor.com? Well, Zillow and Realtor.com don't want to have a non-standard field like lake name or body of water in their search criteria because it will make it very difficult to get search results. The MLS has the ability to do it because we allow it to be Put in as a free form field, which means that you can type in any name that you want. And the reason we have to do it that way in Michigan is Michigan has tens of thousands of lakes with different lake names, rivers, bodies of the various bodies of water, and we have to allow that. So the way it works in the MLS is you would work with both the county and you could put in, for example, Deer Lake. As long as you put the county in and the name Deer Lake, you'll get the Deer Lakes that are in that county as a search result. And there's a lot of Deer Lakes in Michigan. So that's your uh, tip for how to search. If you're going to search by a lake name, you're better off doing it in the MLS. And if you want to ask a question, make sure that you go to our website, yourrealsource.info, and there there's a place where you can ask a question. 
Okay, now we're going to get our guests on the line here. Uh, first, Colleen, can you hear me? I can. Good morning, Dave. And Willie, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. Well, thank you for agreeing to be on our podcast with us. And I'm going to introduce Colleen. You've met her before on our podcast. Colleen DeLang is our accounts manager for our vendor at MLSs. And today we have a guest, Willie Ray, who is in leadership at one of the MLSs that we vendor. So Colleen, you want to go ahead and uh, give a little bit deeper introduction for Willie? Absolutely. So good morning, Willie. How are you? Good. How are you doing, Colleen? Very good. Very good. So Willie, tell us a little bit about you. Give us a little background. I'm a uh, real estate broker here in Grand Blanc, Genesee County. Been in business for five years and uh, also been involved with ECAR as president and, and current treasury right now at East Central Association of Realtors. An interesting time for brokers right now. So tell us a little bit about your company. We started about five years ago as a uh, broker and we transitioned and went independent a couple years ago, back in 2018, and the um, agents love it. And this has been a very unique year for us. It's really tested us out, and we're doing pretty well. That's terrific. And what's the uh, company name? Prime Real Estate Group. Fantastic. And I know uh, Dave's got some questions about your involvement uh, with eCar. So, Dave? Yeah, Willie, some of our listeners may not be uh, familiar with. East Central Association of Realtors, or ECAR. Can you give us an idea of the geographic location that you guys cover? Yeah, we our uh, office is right here in Flint Township in the center of Genesee County. We cover Genesee County, surrounding counties for all of our members. We've been around for over 100 years, and we have service our members very well, and they love us. They've been with us for many, many years. Wow, you've been in an association for over a hundred years. Over a hundred years. Wow, that's amazing. That's that's a that's a legacy there for sure. So, what have you seen lately with uh, the association in your more recent history, and what are some of the challenges that your association has faced that have led you to have my real source vendor your MLS? Well, a few years ago, everybody knows that National Association Realtor went to MLS of choice. We, The vendor at that time we had, we decided to take a little bit more in-depth to see what was out there and see what our membership wanted. They, um, they didn't want to change. They wanted our system to be simpler and better. So we decided as a association that we would look at MI Real Source to clean up our system and we switched over to their platform. And it's been great, you know, with the training that's been coming in, our members love it. And the system has just been rebuilt and it's so much smoother and real user friendly. So what we were able to help you with was smoothing out a system that you already had and things like integration of other pieces into your the existing MLS system for you? Oh yes, I mean we we weren't even aware that there was any additional integration at the time, and you know when we uh, started talking with my real source, you know they laid out this is what the system can do, this is what our system can do, 
and gave us some brokerage tools that, you know, I myself needed and allowed us to do some branding with the system to, you know, benefit my brokerage. So, I mean, it's the members out there, the, tr- the training, we were having training days twice a week at the local office here. Uh, we had all of our members were just coming in, getting training on the basic on the basic system and all the extra stuff that came along with the system. So did the fact that your neighbors had been vendoring from us play a role in your decision? The fact that your neighbors already were in a relationship with us, did that have any impact? Not, not necessarily. We wanted the system that would benefit our, our members. There is other MLS systems around our area, but we wanted something that we would maintain our ownership and that would be able to integrate in future, you know, with the Great Lakes Repository. You know, now we have uh, Lansing data share with them. We have Mishrick data sharing with them now. We needed something that was future proof. And the other options that we had around here that was available did not seem to be future proof for us. So that's why we decided to go with my real source. So the data sharing capabilities were a big factor in your decision then? Oh yeah, we have to, you know, I work in uh, Genesee County, my office Genesee County, I have agents that work in Oakland and Macomb County, even in, up north. So we needed to make sure the data share was smooth and not have not have issues. We have to be able to see everything that's out there for our clients with the data sharing that we have with my real source, we have that now. So have you actually personally seen either yourself or your agents within your office, the ability to put transactions together as a result of data sharing? Oh yes. Oh yes. I mean, we have, you know, um, listings that we place up North that's two, three hours away. You know, we go put listings that are occur out, in Macomb County, which is over an hour and a half away that we were able to service our clients there. You know, something that in the past, you know, we didn't have access to MLS. We would have to contact a, an association out there, pay to have it put in that MLS and and then wait for a phone call. But now with everything, it's, you know, it's in there within a matter of minutes. It's in every MLS. So that means it's actually put money in your agent's pockets and your company's pockets. Oh, yeah. I've been, you know, a broker around here for five years, real estate agent for 10 years. And you could just, you could see, you know, every year there's growth. And it's obviously we're able to reach out farther. Yeah, I know that in the episode that we did earlier with Colleen, she shared a a map that showed the dots on the map of where the transactions that were facilitated because of data sharing, where they were and what they amounted to. And it turned out to be over $7 billion in dollar volume for uh, transactions, which is a lot of commission dollars would result from that. So I'm glad to hear you've had uh, personal experience in getting those commission dollars. Oh, yes. So you mentioned that one of the things that you liked was that with your vendoring from us, 
it allowed you to keep your control of your own MLS. I'd like to have you expand on how you're still in control. You guys still make the MLS decisions and also about the fact that you guys still retain revenue for your MLS. Yeah. You know, when you, when we started vendoring with my real source, you know, one of the things we wanted to make sure is we maintain ownership of our MLS. We can, all our rules are our rules. We can decide what we can display in the MLS, what decide not to display. Um, and far as timelines, like putting a listing in, you know, we, everything is ours. We make the decision. Of course, you know, it's within, you know, our National Associated Realtors guidelines, but we don't, decisions are not made for us. We still have our MLS committees that make recommendations to our board of directors and they make the decisions on how and what we do with our MLS system. So it's, it's our system just as much as before, but we're vendoring for you guys. And then it helps obviously with cost. You guys can acquire stuff a lot cheaper than an individual could go out there if we want to do, um, you know, if we wanted cloud CMA, you know, we had that added on there. We wanted to uh, increase our data share. So we were able to do that through you guys on much cheaper than it would have been through our, ourselves. And so each one of those decisions, whether to add a piece of software or whether to add a data share, those are decisions that your MLS committee and your board of directors made independently. And then all we did was help to facilitate it. Correct. Yes. And then we wholesale those services to you and then you retail them to your members. So therefore you still have revenue for your MLS and your association through your MLS. Exactly. And we're able to, you know, keep the cost lower for our membership because obviously it's, it's a lot cheaper when you're venturing from somebody that has more buying power than just a, um, a single association. So I guess just to wrap this up, would you say that you think the decision you made to vendor from my real source was the right decision? Oh yeah. We feel as an association, our board members and everything feel that, yeah, we did um, make the right decision. Well, this has been very interesting and I really appreciate it. I know that Colleen would like to talk to you a little bit about master lock because we've been, having great success with Master Lock, and I think she wants to talk to you about Master Lock. So, Colleen, you want to take it over? Absolutely. Thanks, Dave. So I know I use uh, Master Lock on uh, many of my listings, and I'm a big fan. But tell us why you chose to start using Master Lock in your area. I'm a fan of, you know, the one thing I that I like with Master Lock, I buy the locks. They're mine to keep. I don't have to worry about maintaining a monthly subscription to anything and they inter integrate with showing time which all realtors around here we use and i don't have to worry about someone calling and saying hey can i get a one-day code and just schedule through your uh, local mls and through showing time and it'll pick a time and if it's available you know it'll and if i have it set for it it'll give them a code that's good for only four hours and I don't have to do it myself. It's automatic. 
Terrific. And, and how do you think it's going with the agents who are showing your properties? Are they finding it easy too? Oh yeah. They'll say, wow, this is easy. I was scared because it said electric electronic lockbox. And I said, yeah, but it's, it's simple. You know, I don't think like I would, I haven't had anybody call me and say, how do you use this thing? But you know, it's, since it's integrated right there, you know, showing time has the information on how to use the box if they're unfamiliar with it, but it's really, really simple. It does make it really easy. We we say uh, lately one app and one tap, no need for multiple apps. All you need is that showing time app and it just makes it so convenient. So I'm glad to hear you're experiencing the same thing in your area. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's it's easy. I, I love the, also the ability to check and show my clients to say, hey, um, somebody, a neighbor called me and told me somebody was at my house yesterday at eight o'clock at night. They were inside showing it. I said, well, no, I told you the, you approved it right here. It was for six o'clock and I'll print out the report sheet from uh, master lock that says, yep, they were in there at six o'clock and they left at six thirty-two. And that way that we know if someone's been in a house, yeah, if someone has been in a house for over a half hour, you know, that's a pretty good sign as a realtor. So. Yes. It always makes me smile for sure. <laughs> And uh, so my last question is, do you find um, adding the lockbox information is pretty easy? So when you're associating it to your listing uh, inside of showing time, have you found that process to be pretty easy as well? Oh, yeah. You just type in the device ID and it'll pop up saying this was at 123 Main Street. Are you putting this here at 678 North Street? You say yes. That's real simple. That's great to hear. All right. Well, I think I I think that's the last question I had. And I just want to thank you, Willie, so much for being a guest on our podcast today. And we appreciate all your valuable insight and all your information. Yeah, Willie, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It's been very interesting. And we look forward to talking to you uh, again in the future. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. You guys, thank you for the invite and have a wonderful afternoon. You too. You too. And I want to thank Willie Ray and Colleen DeLang for our wonderful interview today. It was very interesting. And remember to visit our website for the podcast, which is yourrealsource.info. When you're there, you can view the graphs that we talked about. You can ask a question. You can comment on anything we post there. And remember to also link to our social media sites. And remember that we do the Mixing It Up variety show every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. So remember, it's not the source if it's not your real source. Mm -hmm.